We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you. And we praise you. And we bless you. Because by, by your holy cross, cross, by your holy cross, by your holy cross, you have redeemed the you world. You have redeemed the world. You have redeemed the world. You have redeemed the world. Station number five. Jesus is judged by Pilate. Our reading is a selection from Mark chapter 15. And as soon as it was morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and scribes and the whole council. And they bound Jesus and led him away and delivered him over to Pilate. And Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus answered him, You have said so. And the chief priests accused him of many things. And Pilate asked him again, Have you no answer to make? See how many charges they bring against you. But Jesus made no further answer. So Pilate was amazed. And Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, released for them Barabbas, and having scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. In the U.S., we have this great bit of legal jargon called uh, our Miranda rights. If we are arrested, um, we have, as you know from the cop TV shows, we have the right to remain silent because anything we say can and will be used against us in a court of law. And we have the right to contact an attorney, too. And if we can't afford one personally, the state will provide one. And we are asked in the process of all this if we understand what's been communicated and if we have any questions. The fifth station of the cross is, in essence, a flip uh, of our own legal situation. It's the Miranda rights in reverse. Jesus is arrested without warrant. And they uh, have to interrogate him at the Sanhedrin to try to catch him on religious charges. He is guilty um, until he is presumed innocent. But as we mentioned in our Luke sermon series this year, the Sanhedrin, the group of Jewish um, authorities who arrested Jesus, they do not have the ability to carry out capital punishment. Um, the Romans took over their province about 60 years ago, and ever since then, the ability to exercise the death penalty has been revoked. They can't carry out a death sentence against Jesus. So they drag Jesus before Pilate. And the reality is that Pilate, you know, he doesn't give two figs about Jewish blasphemy as a crime. Um, he doesn't really care whether Jesus lives or dies. This is not his jurisdiction. In fact, it's kind of an annoyance for him. And so the Sanhedrin switches their tactics. Uh, they try and some sense to get Pilate uh, to uh, go along with the charges they bring against him, but what they end up doing instead is just threatening a riot if Jesus is not executed. We see in our reading today that Pilate makes a decision wishing to satisfy the crowd, not the demands of justice. Let it never be said that Jesus deserved his execution because of his silence. He's not pleading the fifth. He's not avoiding the question. He's simply above all of that. In Luke's gospel, Jesus tells the Pharisees, What does it matter? If I told you the truth, if I defended myself, you wouldn't believe me anyway. You would simply use it to dig a further hole for me. It's not a surprise that Jesus remained silent before Pilate either. In Isaiah 53, um, shared with us years ago, the passage of the suffering servant from Isaiah, the Messiah who saves. Isaiah says that this Messiah would be led like a lamb to the slaughter or a sheep before its shearers. Um, here is what 
Isaiah says. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, and yet he opened not his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter and like a sheep that is before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. This is the Messiah that was foretold of old, and the Jewish authorities missed it. This is the Messiah who is being punished for being um, in opposition to the people in power, not because he's done anything wrong. And Pilate, the one who is in charge of justice, missed it as well. <laughs> 